Welcome to New Hope Underground, the podcast that is a huge fan of Cadbury Bunnies. Today's episode is entitled, Easter Matza, and a paper mache Judas. And now here are your hosts, Darren and Sharla Hansen. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground, and we are back. Back and ready to attack. I don't know, that sounded like a good DJ kind of thing. Okay, okay. If you... If you think so. Yeah, works. just, you know, you're my wife. You're supposed to support me, so just support me. Go, go. That was great. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Charlotte's here with me today, and uh, we are on to a new episode. We got a fun episode for you today, no doubt about it. And uh, we talk about the real news. Oh, nice. You know, like I always say, the real news is the best news, which means basically it's uh, news that no one cares about to the point where they won't filter out anything. Oh, you know, good. or try to make, spin it to their agenda. Hmm. You can't, you don't spin this because there's no reason to. So that must, therefore, it must be real, the way I look mm. at it. Or ridiculous. Yeah, or, and both. So we'll talk about that. And then we also are going to talk about Easter traditions. Oh, fun. Yeah. And uh, I've got a little fun uh, thing I want to, we'll talk about and uh, ask you some questions on that. Oh, good. See what you, see what you're, th- thinking about it but it, it's uh it's springtime it's officially here and it's like uh, 60 degrees today but it's illinois so that means tomorrow it's what 40 something probably yeah, 30 or 40 closer to freezing snow who knows <laughs> yeah we've had snow may 1st around here we don't we don't care you know sometimes we've had all four seasons in one week it's happened yeah, it just doesn't really it doesn't matter in illinois that's for sure so anyway, hey, uh, happy spring, and uh, this has to do with, uh, this is kind of our Easter episode, if you will. Well, let's hop to it. Ah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, I was reading about, which I, which I find fascinating on a couple different levels. One that you're reading? One Number one, that I'm reading anything. Mm. That's pretty fascinating. Number two, uh, another, it's... I don't know if it's start of a new Easter tradition or not, but I was reading about an assisted living facility in Israel that uh, got their residents together and decided to build a record-setting tower of matzah bread in celebration of Passover. Okay. So they erected this matzah bread tower, 17.7 feet tall. Okay, I have all sorts of things going through my head right now. Okay, go ahead. Fire before I tell you any more details. Why are old people on ladders? That's the first question. I'm assuming they are. I know nothing about this story. I haven't read it. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything. But the first thing that pops into my mind is a vision of somebody's grandma on a ladder putting matzo bread up somewhere. Well, I just got this feeling. I may be wrong. But I got this feeling that they probably have younger people doing that part. Well, then is but, it really the assisted living or is it just the employees? No, I think the, the people are, are are putting it together. Now, it's held together with uh, uh, some sort of like uh, chocolate spread. Like Nutella or something? Yeah. they And it's it's celebration of Passover. Okay. <laughs> They're putting matzo bread together and 
gluing it, for lack of a better term, together with chocolate spread and constructed it 17.7 feet tall. That's impressive. Is this inside or outside? That's a good question. I The little picture I saw looked like it was inside. There was no real... Well, okay. So they must have some tall ceilings like, in this place. Maybe like an atrium or something. Right. Because if it was outside, that would be like... Well, first of all, you know, these these people have been shut shut in for a long time, so. Not, yeah, not well, only, let's rip it up and let's have a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's build a matzo bread tower. Right, so you can deduce <laughs> one of two things. Okay. One is they're trying to be creative. Number two, everybody's gone crazy. Yeah, that's so it's one likely. Of the two. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or. They got. They received a lot of food donations during COVID of matzo bread, yeah. and they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> well, now see, this is a celebration of their Passover. I mean, this is in Israel. This is you know Israelis who uh, who take their matzo bread very seriously. Well, well, I realize that, but if you have people donating left and right, you can't. What are you going to do with it all? Well, build a tower. That's what you're going to do. A matzo tower. And that's exactly what you should do on Easter. I you know, was thinking and, that. And I don't know if this is be, is going to become a tradition at this particular assisted living facility, but I would say go for it. I mean, make it a tradition. Can try we? to top yourself every year. I'm well, thinking maybe we should try that. Well, I I don't even know where to get matzo bread. Well, can't we just use crackers? I guess you can. Nutella and crackers. That's a terrible combination. Yeah, How about I, peanut butter instead? That'd be really good. See, the thing is, they have Passover, so it makes, you know, there's some sort of significance. I'm not sure what the tower is, because when I read about ancient Hebrew history, towers aren't always in a good light. No, they're usually... Like, like Genesis chapter decimated. 11. Uh, there's this thing called the Tower of Babel. Mm, yeah. <laughs> God wasn't... Didn't seem like he was too happy about that. Yeah, kind of... Took care of that. So in their own history, towers aren't exactly. And then there's another. The only other tower I remember in the Bible is when Jesus was talking about a tower that had fallen and killed several people. <laughs> well, maybe the they tower just, of Siloam. Maybe they just opened up like the Guinness Book of World Records or and said, "Hey, we could do this because we have all this monster." I bread. think that's what it's really about. I think it's funny that the article tied it into Passover because I'm not so sure what. You wonder if the, you know, if the residents are seriously thinking, hey, for Passover, you know, <laughs> instead of yeah. just doing that yeah. cedar meal thing, mm. let's go ahead and build a giant tower out of matzo bread. Mm. So someone came up with an idea. I think it's creative. I, I like it. I'm glad they're doing something. I think it's awesome. And chocolate mm. spread. I mean, come on, that's the best. You know what else would be really good? The cheese spread. Like, oh yeah, cheese in a can. Cheese whiz. No, the cheese in a can. Spread up. The ch- cheese Whiz is the stuff that comes in a jar that's disgusting. The, hey, I grew up on Cheese Whiz. That's not food. That it's, is... It's Cheese Whiz. It's, it's a Whiz of cheese. No, it's not even cheese. I like it. It's like it's Velveeta. It's yellow oil It's like Velveeta in a jar. No, mm-hmm, that's... So what are you talking about? Cheese in a can. What? Cheese. Like spreadable cheese. Like spray cheese. Oh, you mean the, the, the cans? You know, that, with the fancy yeah. tip that you spray on yeah, crackers? Yeah, I got you. I kept because you could put it on the edge of the crackers and then just like, it's like When you glue. said can, I was thinking like tin can as in something you open like with a can opener. Like a can opener. of green like, beans? No, yeah, like no. What, what, what? I don't remember any cheese like that. <laughs> there probably is. And there are a lot of food prepper places. I'm sure there's 
she's in a can somewhere. Well, I tell you what, if you're looking for something new to start at your house with your family, uh, this might be a good place to start. You know, when it comes to, because in a way you're tying in the Passover, you're tying in Easter, you have any little Easter project. Mm. It can be very, you know, mm. I don't know. You could, you could make excuses uh, and, and come up with some very good justifications uh, for such a tradition as a giant monster tower at your house. I'm just saying. You could. Okay. So you know what? I don't think I've ever really asked this in all the years we've been married. When you were growing up, what did you guys do for Easter? Did you guys have any Easter traditions? Yeah, we did. We did have some great Easter traditions. And um, actually, I have a few stories I could share with you. I was actually just discussing this with my oldest sister the other day. And and, uh, so it's kind of fresh in my mind, which is funny because that you bring this up because I didn't talk about it with you. Um, Okay, that's right. Give me one good one. One good one. Well, you know how most families, the kids like to love the Easter Bunny and they want to go visit the Easter Bunny sit on the Easter Bunny's lap and get his, their picture taken with the Easter Bunny. Right. Well, okay. Nowadays, that's dreadfully scary. Well, it, no, people still do it all the time. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah. All okay. the, and they take their dogs, everything, all sorts of stuff. But here's the thing. My sister, I are, my sisters are 9, 15, and 17 years older than me. So right. my oldest sister was like a second mom to me, and she's great. And she and I are very close. And she listens to our show. She does. So, Shelby, this is for you. There you go. Now, here's the thing. I was pretty much a quiet kid, and I was very much an introvert and not um, a go-getter. Like, with the Easter egg hunts, to be like the go thing, I'd be the one standing at the line crying because of stressing me out. But with Easter, I remember in particular one year... um, my sister was visiting because she was married and she was at home um, visiting and we were sitting on the couch and she had been reading a book to me because she would always read books to me and it was early in the morning and it was Easter morning and she looked up and looked at the window and said, hey, did you see that? Oh my gosh. And to which my little five-year-old heart started beating very fast and I'm like, what, what? She said, I just saw the Easter bunny. Okay, nice. what that translates into to a small child is there is an enormous rabbit yeah. standing outside your door Waiting or your you. windows looking at you. <laughs> he was terrifying. Yeah. And I was I remember sitting on the couch shaking, terrified of the Easter bunny. So your sister was trying to scare you or they thought it was cute? She thought it was cute. She thought I would think it was fun. I thought it was terrifying and ever since then you've been a I little don't, bit afraid. I'm not a big Easter bunny fan. Yeah. Or Easter egg hunts. Yeah, you and I haven't really had any Easter traditions, really. We, so no, with we the did. kids growing up. We no, absolutely did. The day much. after Easter, we'd buy candy. Yeah, but that was about it. I mean, and we hid things. I think for I, the kids. I know. I know why though, because of your fear of. Yeah, rabbits. I hate it. I hate it, and I I don't like it. I've, I don't I feel remember like really having that many traditions either. I the only thing I remember is one time I got a bank as a kid, and it was an Uncle Sam bank. Oh, nice! You put a penny in his hand and push the button. He would drop it into a bag. I don't know if that was like a is way to teach us how taxes? to. That's what I was thinking. Is that a way to like teach us how to be good taxpayers? Mm. Or that's all I remember. I, and I just, for some reason that was on Easter. 
But I don't remember like we never. That would make sense if it was like Fourth of July or something, but Easter. I know. I was, I'm not sure what happened there. I maybe he was on sale or something. I was gonna say maybe they got yeah. a garage sale. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, maybe garage sale or sale. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with here's, that. Here's the thing. I there are really unique. I found out Easter traditions. Some mm-hmm. of them tied into Christian traditions. Okay. Some of them not uh, around the world. Okay. And so I'm going to go through a few of them real quick. Okay. And I'll try to go fast because I want to get as many as I can in. Here's one of them. Bermuda, uh, the island of Bermuda, has a really neat Easter tradition of uh, called a kite fest. Oh, nice. People make their own kites. Everybody flies them. And uh, then they also get together for codfish and hot cross buns. That they, sounds enjoyable. And then they, and then around the island, there are quite a few church services that happen, sunrise services. Oh, nice! On beaches, I would like that. Bermuda. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I think Bermuda might be. Now, I want you to listen to all these and tell me which country you'd rather be a part of when it okay. comes to each. So okay. that's key. That's Bermuda. The second. Wait, one, is this going to go into some sort of planning for the future or just random? No, no, okay. it's just kind of random. Oh, okay. Number two is that's the North Philippines, and in, okay. in the a kind of a remote area of the Philippines. They actually uh, reenact the crucifixion by actually nailing people to a cross. I'm not even joking. Isn't that illegal? And tourists come from everywhere. Apparently, it's not there. And the, and I guess the Catholic Church, among others, has denounced it and said, don't do this, please, but they continue to do it. And it's a big tourist uh, attraction. That's and, terrifying. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a matter of pride for someone to be selected for Let's that. Let's recreate this murder. I know it's every just year. Awful. Another one is in Mexico. Uh, they will have parades uh, and uh, in celebration. Uh, and but they the biggest thing they do is they take a paper mache Judas and they blow him up with fireworks. Oh, that's kind of cool. So that's pretty cool. So you got Bermuda, you get the Kite Fest, the Philippines, the actual crucifixions, <laughs> Mexico, the uh, paper mache Judas. In Australia, they hate rabbits. So you might fit in there. You might like that. But they actually have replaced the rabbit with the chocolate bandicoot. I think it's a bandicoot, isn't it? Bandicoot. It's a bandicoot something. It's a bandicoot. What is You're, it kind of an animal is it? I, I don't totally, even know what kind no, of animal No, it's a bandicoot. You're totally right. It's a it's some other rodent I think, but maybe bandicoot is like bandicoot, multiple bandicoot. The bandicoot they, they call them a bilby, and they actually make chocolate bandicoots that have long ears like a rabbit. They oh, don't okay. normally do, yeah. but they hate rabbits. And here's the reason they hate them is because they destroy all their crops. Yeah. Now New Zealand also hates rabbits, and they have a thing called the New Zealand Great Easter Bunny Hunt, and they give big cash prizes to whoever during Easter time can kill the most rabbits. That's horrible. Yeah, the winners of uh, they said the combination of people that enter the contest end up killing somewhere around twenty thousand rabbits oh my total. Gosh. But it see they're big pests there. There though, I mean they're hurting their economy. Use fences, people. In Finland, children dress like witches, and they go begging for chocolate eggs. Now, how they do this, they make up their faces, they wear scarves, and they carry around these willow branches with feathers attached to them. And it has that something to do very with... new agey. They do some bonfires and things, too, as villages to scare off. It really is supposed to ward off the actual, the actual witches, but hmm. it's Scandinavia. What do you expect? In Poland, 
they have what's called during the Easter time wet Monday and basically on that Monday you can just drench anybody you want oh fun and if a with girl what? with whatever it could be like a bucket of water squirt guns whatever you want to use okay uh, if a if a girl is a single girl is drenched on that day the tradition is that she will be getting married within a year how fun so imagine if those girls that don't want to get married are like barricading themselves inside the house probably you've got now i've got quite a few more but they're really interesting there's one in france a little town in france i can't even pronounce the name that makes this gigantic omelet for the whole village a thousand people eat it it's made out of fifteen thousand eggs Mm. and there's history there because that's a giant omelet pan napoleon uh, was had his armies there as they're traveling and in that village the story goes that he loved the eggs there so much that he got the villagers together and forced them to create giant omelets for all of his army and so they've been doing that ever since kind of he was a twisted man (laughs) <laughs> he forced people to make omelets. Yeah. Well, that That's mean. Well, I'm not sure if he forced them or they were proud about it. I'm not sure which one it was, but it's been a tradition ever since. So now they 15,000 eggs. That's a lot of eggs. There's another place in Greece, where Corfu, Greece, where they actually throw pots out windows, clay pots. For? For Easter. Just throw It's a symbol of uh, spring cleaning. So it's just these- a symbol. They don't actually clean. I don't know if they clean or not, but they throw pots out as well, a tradition. Clay pots off of balconies onto the street and the road, and they have to clean up. If it's symbolic, then I need to talk to those people because they need to be spring cleaning. <laughs> well, they break it. Now, here's another. Here's the last one. This is a great one. Papua New Guinea. Now, Papua New Guinea is you know, a bunch of jungles. It's an island. Uh, it's you know, very remote. Uh, but people, they don't want chocolate there. Chocolate doesn't really do them any good out in the jungles. I guess it's not a big deal there for them. So they have what they call during Easter time tobacco trees. Mm. And what they do is they decorate these Easter trees with sticks of tobacco and cigarettes. <laughs> and then after <laughs> after church service, you can take your pick and smoke just, it on the way home. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so there that you go. That is hilarious. How okay. about those Easter traditions? Those uh, are Norway, special. I forgot. Norway has a tradition too. Uh, it got started a long time ago. For some reason, during Easter time, everybody in the country watches mysteries. They have like a a special push for mystery books and mystery shows. Mm. And uh, it had to do with some sort of advertising gimmick years ago, but now it's become a huge tradition. Everybody in the country gets together for those so there you go. So there are quite a few. I don't know if you remember them all. I do, and it but really what sticks out to you. It was like, between man. two, but honestly, the, clinch it at the very end. There is no question. It's Norway because mysteries are my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm all about that. I think everybody should read mysteries all the time. And it seems I'm, like an odd tradition. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Not really, but for Easter, for somebody who likes to read, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, because it's a book. And if you're a reader, you just want a book in your hand. You don't really care what it is. So you might as well say, hey, Easter, let's read mysteries. Makes sense to me. Now, I see, it makes sense to you because you like it, but it doesn't make sense in the sense of like the celebrating the death, resurrection, the resurrection of Christ, especially. I mean, here's, you know, I'm going to. Well, no, 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 wait. It's a mystery. 
the whole way that oh, Christ's death, sure. burial, resurrection, it's all supernatural. Well, you know what? Every, all of that plays, it makes perfect sense to and, me. And uh, Paul writes that in 1 Corinthians. Yeah. He said it's it's a mystery. It so, is a mystery. I guess you could tie that in. Uh, it's pretty loose. It's but not a mystery as to why that should be the winner. I do want to explain something, though, that I think most of our listeners are probably wondering right now, and that is, where did we get our traditions? This rabbit and egg and all, egg hunt and all that stuff. It actually uh, came over from German immigrants in Pennsylvania early on, uh, brought the tradition with them. And it was this idea that this hare, H-A-R-E, okay. this hare would deliver eggs, but, well, he would actually uh, lay eggs uh, in a nest. He'd make a nest. And so that's where we get this. Okay, wait. Did you mean, Do you mean like place them in the nest or actually a hare would lay eggs like it's a chicken bird thing? Maybe, maybe place them. Maybe there's no lane. I don't know. I can't remember. But I was just reading. I was reading the article about how it got started because I was always curious. Because everybody always says a lot of Christians say, "Well, this is all going back to pagan mm-hmm, ritual," and mm-hmm. some of that's true. Mm-hmm. Pagan rituals, egg is a symbol, fertility, you know, these pagan goddesses and this kind of stuff. However, the German uh, immigrants, the ones as far as America got things going, it's just that eventually the the nest got replaced with the basket. Okay. You know, like the green stuff in the yeah, basket yeah. and the eggs. Yeah. And then also Christians have taken the egg tradition and the actual painting of the eggs is actually a Christian t- tradition that stemmed from celebrating the after the Lenten season is over. Oh, nice. As an act of celebration and I like that. An art. I like which that. Which came from early America, American history. So, yeah, I don't know why we have traditions that we do i would say most of our traditions just like christmas end up being some sort of commercial well it's probably but because we're not very creative because if we were creative we probably would have like a matzo tower new hope church has a lot going on right now let me tell you about a couple of things one is that our four shelbyville campaign still going on as we're trying to trying to uh, get that started in Shelbyville. They're working on the new building and renovating, and we're trying to do it all without incurring one dollar of debt, and I think that's a great idea. Uh, so it might be slow, but it's, uh, you know, we'll take our time, do as the Lord leads, that's fine. But we're having a prayer night in Shelbyville, April 11th, at the building, which is the bowling alley, or the old bowling alley there, uh, April 11th from 5 to 6.30. There's gonna be like hot dogs, little celebration prayer time but also get a chance to go around the building and and pray over the uh, facility and just you know not so much for the facility itself as much as we're praying for the people who are going to enter that facility that sounds like a great thing so yeah i think it's gonna be awesome i've also um another thing that's happening in shelbyville is something that's unique i think we're just now checking this out trying it out and and that is i'm going to be doing a bible question and answer night uh, two nights actually may 5th and 19th um, wednesday nights and they're going to be at the uh, ogden house there in shelbyville and if you have any any desire to come to that you are more than welcome we love to have you you can uh, text me or or message me email me whatever you want to do and you can even message I, me on the show here at new hope underground on I feel facebook like you need or to clarify. instagram ogden house 
because Ogden House makes it sound like it's some official place, but it's at the Ogden mm-hmm. family's house. Yeah, it's their house. Okay, not like the some special house. like the Ogden House, like a yeah, tea sound, room or something. Yeah, that does sound pretty good, though. It does, it does. I wish we had a special tea house called the Ogden House. But anyway, yeah, so that's going to be... But if you want information on that, I, we'd love to have you. So maybe you're not in a small group... Uh, maybe that you're in some other group, but you want maybe your whole group wants to come to this. That's fine. So I'd, we'd love to, you know, invite some friends. Anybody, you know, it's, it's Shelbyville area, and it's uh, May 5th and 19th, and that's going to be, I believe, around 6 o'clock. But, hey, message me if you want details. And then also coming up is we have a new series starting on Sundays uh, right after Easter uh, called your everyday ordinary sleeping, eating, and walking around life. Oh, that's, that's from the message. That's the longest. That's from the message. Is it? Yeah, I'm not sure where we. It's got directly it. from the message, and I can't remember the scripture that it's from. It's a long title for for a series, but it's gonna be fun. It's about it's about. How do we live as Christians now that we know if we become, especially if you're a new Christian, but but even if you're not, how do we live as Christians in the resurrection? Because of the resurrection, she gives us hope and joy. How do we live everyday life? That's a great series. Yeah. So one of the things we're doing with that is we're starting a group that's going to meet just for the length of that series for four weeks on Sunday morning. A group led by Matthew Jones in our church. And anyone can sign up for it and come. It is at 8.45 a.m. during one of our services. So you could go to this group during one service and then attend service the next service starting um, April 11th. And it runs through May 2nd. And you can go every Sunday for four Sundays. And we're gonna, he's going to be leading a discussion and talking about these uh, your everyday, ordinary, sleeping, eating, walking around life, going along with our sermons. So That sounds be great. Good. Should be good. So, we don't really have too many special plans for Easter. We'll probably hide some eggs for the grandkids or... That sounds fun. Maybe. Give them a bunch of chocolate, sugar them up. Yeah. Give them back to mom and dad. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. But, uh, hey, we hope you have a good time with your family. And uh, tune in next next week. We'll be right back with another episode of New Hope Underground. Mm-hmm.